Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Super Sleuths Book 3 The Smuggler's Gold by E.M. Clark. Read by Lexi. Chapter 10 The Gold is Recovered. The salty sea spray hit the sleuths' faces as the challenger sped its way to Sandopolis port. Anna and Damaria swooped above them, doing loop-the-loops in the wind currents, and Rafa had joined the ship's figurehead, sitting on top of the wooden lady's carved hair, waving his tail in the breeze. Me hardies! shouted Nika above the noise of the gulls and the waves. We'll head straight to the palace upon arrival at Sandopolis port. The sleuths nodded, smartly saluting their captain. Nika's dark eyes swept the ocean behind them. I don't think we'll be pursued as the pirates have no ship at hand, but we need to get to the king as fast as possible. I'll send Anna to Captain Jet, said Zelly. He can meet us and take us straight to King Lucio. And Demaria can go to the king to warn him we're coming, added Sophie. Roger that, Nika agreed. Zelly and Sophie spoke to their little parrots, whose bright eyes gave a couple of blinks in acknowledgement before they flew off with their messages. I could do with getting me one of those parrots, said Nika with a broad grin. With the wind in their favour, very soon they had arrived at Sandopolis port. What a great harbour, said Nika admiringly as they sailed up the river to the city. I say that every time we visit, she grinned as her first mate Darius rolled his eyes. It's because the estuary is long and the water's really deep, isn't it? said Sam. Exactly. Nika replied. It was the best harbour they found along all this coast, said Milo. I heard Pa say they looked at lots of different places when they first moved here, before they chose it. It's also easy to defend, said Nika, looking at the two forts at the entrance to the harbour. And that always comes in handy. Captain Jet Wheeler, Milo's father, was waiting for them on the quay with an escort of soldiers from the palace. What have you rascals been up to this time? He asked, grinning and ruffling the sleuth's hair. I have orders to escort you to the palace, soldiers and all. The king is obviously leaving nothing to chance. Oh, pa, cried Milo, we've had a great adventure. I can't wait to hear all about it, replied Captain Jet with a smile. Great to see you again, Nika, he added, shaking Nika's hand. Do you know Nika? asked Sophie. Oh, yes, we often meet on our travels. And the two captains saluted each other. In the golden presence chamber in the heart of the Palace of the Flowers, they all bowed to King Lucio, Queen Aurelia and Princess Richenda. Though all the sleuths grinned broadly at Richenda after bowing. She might be a princess, but she was their friend and an honorary super sleuth first. The sleuths and Nika told the story of the recovery of the gold to their astonished audience. When they poured the gold coins onto the floor, a silence fell. You never cease to amaze me said the king. We will pursue those pirates, of course. Call Julius of the House of Newton and his searchers. A waiting soldier bowed and left the room immediately. The king turned to the children. The people of Sandopolis have much to thank your family for. As I cannot let the princess leave the palace, I'm issuing a general invitation to the super sleuths to come here whenever they like. They are now honorary children of the palace. The children grinned. Thank you, your highness, they cried and bowed. Nika produced the original bill of sale they had found to prove the cargo had been carried by the Flying Dutchman, as well as all the other evidence, explaining how each clue had led to the gold. 
Cornelius van der Belt was a brave and clever man, said the king, listening carefully. He showed great loyalty to me and Sandlandia in creating these clues to make sure the gold was found. He paused, frowning. But how did the Black Cross gang find out about the treasure in the first place? Van der Belt was on a top-secret mission, known only to myself and the royal councillors. I've said this before and will say it again. I believe there is a spy in our midst, one who is privy to top-secret information and who has been helping the pirates all along. The king's voice had risen. We will find them out, he cried, banging the arm of his throne forcefully with his fist. Queen Aurelia cleared her throat gently next to him, and the king smiled. Ah, yes, <laughs> sorry, my dear. Uh, we shall talk about that later. Thank you for all your help, he added, looking at Nika. I don't believe we've met before. Nika bowed. I am Nika the Navigator of the Challenger, she said simply. Nika was the one who found the locket and the ship in a bottle in the Sugar Islands, said Zelly. She set us on our treasure hunt. We have much to thank you for, said the king, inclining his head towards her. It was my pleasure, said Nika, bowing again. She felt rather overwhelmed by the palace. Her world was that of the sea, the challenger and wild adventures, not the pomp and circumstance of royalty. I will reward you, Nika the Navigator, announced the king. You shall be given a share of the gold. Nika bowed low. Please, the only reward I wish for, sire, is funding from the palace to map the areas to the north so the pirates can no longer use them as a lair. It shall be so, declared the king. I will inform my chancellor to make arrangements. But you and your crew will also join us for a feast here later this evening? Nika smiled. We would be honoured, she said. And with a wink at the sleuths, she bowed herself out. Later, the king issued a proclamation. The gold carried by Cornelius van der Belt in the Flying Dutchman has finally arrived in Sandopolis. It was sent here to help with new inventions to make the lives of all our people better. We thought it had been lost forever, but we have now recovered it. All the people of Sandlandia will benefit. We will use the gold to fund more inventions to improve our way of life and to protect us against those who wish us ill. In the palace gardens that evening, a small feast was held. The super sleuths sat down to dinner with their parents and the crew of the Challenger, who had been invited up to the palace as a special thank you. A toast, said Nika, raising her goblet, to the super sleuths and their amazing ability to solve the most difficult mysteries. To the super sleuths, everyone cried. Cheers! And they clinked their glasses of ice-cold lime juice. Suddenly, there was a disturbance at the entrance to the garden, and a tall man, looking very grave, came hurrying towards the king's table. He wore a long midnight blue cloak with a silver S embroidered into it. Sire, he cried, and bowed low. Julius, cried the king, what is it? He's one of the king's searchers, whispered Zav. They're protectors of the people, he explained in response to Nika's puzzled expression. They vow to preserve the safety of Sandlandia. He doesn't look very happy, remarked Sam. Listen, urged Milo. Your Highness, said the man in his deep voice, I bring grave news of the greatest import, news which cannot wait. Speak, cried the king. Calamity has struck. It involves the high-security prison on the Isla Diabolo. Everyone was silent. 
Even the hummingbirds made no sound. The prison has been compromised, the searcher cried. There has been a breakout. No, said the king, his voice cracking. Please, not, not. The worst has happened, sire, Julius said, bowing his head. Prince Igor has escaped. Thanks for listening. Join us soon for our next adventure, Super Sleuth's Book 4, The Black Castle. Prince Igor has escaped and will stop at nothing to get revenge. See you next time.